What's the best leadership advice that you've ever gotten? This was maybe eight or nine years ago now. I was, I was working on something. I forget what it was. There were a set of people who were unhappy with it, with what was going on, how it was being done, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't hear about it directly, but I heard about it through other people. I was all bothered. And I, I chatted with Mohak about it. He was like, dude, did you hear from me about it? Did you hear from me if I wanted you to change anything? The answer was no, he had not. He was like, you know what, when you're trying to do, when you're trying to make changes, drive things, there will always be people who are unhappy about many, many things. Don't let that bother you. Right? There will always be a ton of noise. There'll be many, many naysayers. But you need to figure out how to distill the signal from the noise. So dri driving changes, building big things is not easy. What's the next big thing for you and, and your team? What's going on at LinkedIn? The product is scaling really well. The business is growing a lot. The usage of the product and the value we create is accelerating. But what all of that means is pretty massive demand on infrastructure and platforms. Ensuring that we have the right systems in place to support the growth and scale of the business is something that our teams have done remarkably well, remarkably well through the years. And we will definitely continue doing that, build new capabilities to ensure that infrastructure and platforms stay a couple steps ahead of where the business wants to go. But one thing that is sort of a new muscle that we are trying to build is to provide beautiful user experience for our engineers for the infrastructure and platforms that we build for, for internal consumption. This is with just ease of discovery of the systems that we have, ease of onboarding, ease of operations. This is, this is not a muscle that comes naturally because you know we have exactly one customer for these systems that we build, that is LinkedIn. It becomes easy to deprioritize building world-class user experience when you have a single customer. But it is really, really important because that to me is the single biggest unlock for productivity. When you have platforms and infrastructure that are, that are easy to use, that are a delight to use, it improves the productivity of the entire organization multifold. So that is something that we're, that we're trying to push on. And this needs to be at literally all layers of the stack, be it with compute infrastructure, storage infrastructure, our caching systems, our database systems, all of these things. So that is, that is definitely thematically an area that we are trying to focus on quite a bit. What are your thoughts on, you know, the Instagrams and the TikToks? They've recently come up this trend in the past year with stories and these short clips. And when you as LinkedIn look at that, are do you, is that something that you think you're going to do? Can you not talk about it? Or what are your thoughts on that? Following those trends is, I don't think, our priority because, you know, what we are looking to do as a company is, is not the same as what TikTok and Instagram are trying to achieve, right? Creating economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce is what we are trying to do. That sounds good. Right? So the, yeah. the products and features that we build are directed at making progress towards that. Now, in achieving that, if something like stories, which is something we tried on on the on the product, by the way. Oh, you did. Yeah, we we did, uh, and and we chose not to pursue it, 
Yeah. We dialed it back down. So not, I'm not the right person to talk about it, but oh, it's okay. following yeah. TikTok and Instagram is not what we're looking to do. Earlier, you said something. I, I think you said something about calibration discussions. Did, is that what you said? What, what? I've never heard that before. What is that? Ah, well, the, ca- when I said calibration, I meant uh, performance evaluation discussions. It sounds cooler. Let's just pretend it's like a thing that LinkedIn does. They're, you calibrate the humans together. I mean, it's an appropriate word because especially when you're working on a problem, right? I found over building products, feature creep is a human trait, right? Like you go off, you're like, okay, let's solve that. That would be cool. And then, and, 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 right? And so being able to focus on that problem statement and doing only what's necessary to achieve the solution is, is super important. So when you said problem statement, I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they talk about the problem statement and the calibration discussions. <laughs> yeah, I, I think well, I think it's really, really important to be crisp about what problem we're trying to solve, right? And be very crisp about what success looks like. The thing that I insist on quite a bit when I when I get involved a little more deeply into in in some spe- in, in a project is writing down what the design principles are. What's the design principle? Give me an example of that. I'm going to repeat something one of my mentors at LinkedIn had told me a while back. Separation of the control plane from the data plane is really, really important. All of that is needs to be taken in context, obviously. So for a specific problem that you're working on, talking about what that, what that specific principle means, I think is important. And the reason I think it's important to establish those up front is because once you get into execution, it is easy for even fairly senior people to lose sight of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Because you're just so focused on execution that you start taking shortcuts that you really wouldn't take if you zoom out a little bit. Right? So codifying those things and ensuring that everyone working on on a project or an initiative is aligned on those things and ensuring that we refer back to those from time to time is important. So as a stakeholder or as a sponsor of of an initiative, for me, it is important that we get aligned on what success looks like and what the problem statement is. What's the interval on that? Is it just depending on the project and the person or is it like every other week? Is it is it uh, strict and restrained or is it just kind of flexible based off of the project? Uh, it depends on the project. Okay, so it can it be really any... It depends on the project, okay. yeah. Okay. So I'll give you an example of one more thing. When you're writing a, a class, let's say a Java class, you should be able to describe the purpose of that of that class in a single sentence without an and in it. That's, it does one thing and one thing well. If, if you start introducing ands in that statement, it means you, you haven't thought about it quite well. And I extend that to services as well. Tell me what that service does and don't have ands in your sentence. Yes, yes. I think I think Martin Fowler calls that the single responsibility principle, but that it might be somebody else. But that is that is really good. And it's actually surprisingly... Um, it's pretty rare. I mean, I'm, I'm sure when you get into the the higher end hiring, like higher end developers with more experience, it, it might not be so rare. But in general, um, it's not. I don't think it's something that they're teaching in code camps yet. Yeah, and, and you know, this is these things are hard to get right. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I think these are things that we should we should aspire to get right as often as possible. Oh yeah. What will LinkedIn look like in a hundred years? In a hundred years. Yeah. Wow. You have like a Neuralink app, can we? <laughs> Creating econ- economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce is is a big, big task. Right? 
if we are able to do that for the global economy, I think that'll be amazing. That'll be amazing. If you're able to have, if you're able to provide insights that help drive decisions on what kind of training people need in different geos to address shortages of labor in a specific industry or to create upward mobility for people in different parts of the world for industrial trends, if you're able to try, drive those outcomes with the kinds of products that I think that'll be amazing. I don't know if that's really 100 years out. That may be much, much sooner. But if that's the scale at which we're operating and those are the outcomes we are creating as a company, that'll be amazing. So achieving your mission at scale. Yeah. Right? That, yeah, that'll be cool. And, and for me as an engineer and as a platform and infra, infra guy, bu building tech to power all of it will be amazing. <laughs>